Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, Kristen's going to discuss a beautiful detox program that she offers several times a year. Her next one starting on January 10th. You can reach out to her after the show if you'd like to join. It's a wonderful, basic Mediterranean detox where you're only going to be preparing and consuming beautiful whole foods that will reset every system within your body, making you feel better, happier, lighter, more fluid, and just really allows you to function at your most optimal level. Sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's show. Uh, Beginning of a new year. Welcome to 2022. Woohoo! We made it. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a phenomenal year. I I just feel it. The world feels so different to me. And Laura, you and I were just talking about this. It's... uh, I just feel that there has been an incredible kind of cosmic awakening, you know, both individually and collectively. And, and you said it, you know, COVID, COVID held a mirror up to how, how terribly we treat each other, right? How, how, or potentially how terribly some people treat each other. Yeah. Um, We've had to, we've had to care for people. We've had to to watch a tremendous amount of loss, which which apparently we've forgotten about mm. a lot of people. Um, anyway, I'm not getting into the details. We all know the story, but yes. I do feel a shift. Yeah, and 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 I think the shift for with COVID is that it yes, it did reflect mirrored us to ourselves about the the, the division that was already there, but what it really did was show us that we're all connected on, you know, as a species on a planet that we're all connected and unified coming from the same source made of the same flesh and bones. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. And, and it, and I think it's been a a reckoning and I think people are, are still even even um, even people who held a, a, a stronger, uh, who really dug in, seem to even be like, well, you know what? We really do just need to to get back to loving each other and getting back to what matters. But anyway, that being said, all of that reflection, um, I feel I feel big shifts, and and I'm not sure how it segues into this, but it really does because every year. I do a detox in January. You've done it. I've done it with any with with any number of clients. Yeah, it's it, a yeah. food based detox. I don't even like that word. It's really an elimination diet, just to get the 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 usual garbage out that snuck in. But what I'm asking of people is not doing things for yourself as a resolution or a short term. Well, here I go again. I'm going to try. Here I go again. I'm going to do this. Here's another year. This is what I usually do go deeper, go so much deeper. And, and, and I'm talking about transformation. Um, this, this uh, detox is just a little spit of something that we can do to help our bodies be better receivers for what our potential in life is. What Amen. is our human potential? Mm-hmm. We've got to have a healthy, 
functioning nervous system to be able to serve in this world. Mm. So food is, is, is a baseline way in to assure that the body we're in has uh, just the best environment for well-being so that we can serve better in whatever our capacity is to serve. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love the way you just said that. Thank you. And I, uh, I, I, it's, I'm just going to ask everybody to commit to that this time, not just well, I need to lose a little bit of weight. I feel bloated. Uh, you know, those are good reasons. But being in that space longer and longer is what's important. Again, I'm going to circle it back to just our our potential and the work we want to do in this world stands to reason to have the healthiest body and nervous system, immune system, uh, respiratory system, every possible system that we could have because we have these external threats as viruses. We have in a, we have a need to be able to get ourselves centered, get our nervous system relaxed, get out of fight or flight. Um, so that is kind of the, the way I, I want to view it. I, I want to view this detox in a little bit more of a cosmic sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's greater than us. It's greater than just wanting to lose a little bit of weight. And it's like the, the ability to take our attention off of the body and onto service, onto the greater plan, you know, to stop identifying with, I am the body. I am the one that needs to lose weight. I am whatever, fill in the blank regarding, I, I, you know, I wear braces on my legs. I have a weak wrist. Um, my neck chronically hurts. Food is a way of ensuring that we are taking the best care of ourselves so we can take our attention off of our beautiful bodies and focus it on the bigger game. Precisely. Exactly. So today I, I do want to go over, I'm going to go over, just lightly touch on the whys and, and lightly touch on the hows. This isn't going to be a, a podcast on doing a detox. It's it's just an encouragement for for everyone listening to really consider in what way they can commit to transforming their health transforming their well-being um not just for 2022 but making a, a true and, and lasting commitment to expand their moments of feeling good mm. And that's needed. <laughs> it's needed. Um, and we deserve it. And we do good. deserve it. We do. So I don't even like the word detox, as I mentioned. This is more about eliminating things that our body could potentially find offensive. It's really about giving sort of a, a really a hormonal break to our metabolism, to our digestion, just from things that we've been ingesting, habits food. We've been in environments where we've been around people who may or may not lift us up um, through the holidays, right? So we we may have been exposed 
in ways in relationships that that we would have to maybe suck down our feelings or not talk about certain things while we're eating foods that aren't necessarily the best for us maybe we'd take have a few more alcoholic beverages than we normally would standing by the cookie table or or the apps and and just keep going mm-hmm. right eating we eat at people we eat to feel better we eat to medicate um and some of us have a conscious awareness of that we go into it knowing we're going to do that and we also have an exit strategy but some of us get stuck in that and it just stays for a prolonged period of time months years you know we're all individuals in that regard but what a what a what a period of a detox does is it just gives our body much needed nurturing it gives us a break from some of these potentially pro-inflammatory uh, ways behaviors and foods mm-hmm. so here's the signs that that your body could use a bit of a break let's let's call it nourishment um we'll put it under the umbrella of detox but i'm really seeing it as the need to nurture self love it so one is feeling tired or lethargic um having difficulty concentrating or staying focused that's that's one for me having some joint pain and stiffness that's often a manifestation for me that i need some movement or a break from for me, it's usually um, too much sugar that, that, that causes some joint pain and stiffness. Um, being overweight, having chronic constipation or, or diarrhea, uh, gas, bloating, indigestion, feeling puffy. You know, when you wake up and your cheeks are puffy and you're puffy under your eyes, that's another one manifestation for me. Or you just you just want to get that kickstart again. It's just like, you know, I'm off track and I'm having trouble getting back on just to kickstart. You know, these are all reasons. And they're not, you know, I would encourage it to be not body image or weight loss focused, but rather, again, just an aspect of transformation, a way to get back to nurturing, a way back into yourself. Because trust me, when you when you put that focus on yourself, when you get back to eating these real nurturing foods, weight loss is 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 a side effect, and that's yeah. really what we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So, go for it. I was just going to say, and one of the things I love about it is when I am at my ideal physically, it's just a load off my mind. Like, not only are my hormones not having to um, be in high gear, releasing all the great stuff like cortisol. Um, and my adrenal glands are not shot, you know, I'm just, it's like a load off my mind and I walk different. I feel better. I think clearer. It's just, it's just really a loving thing to do for ourselves. Beautiful. I love that. It's a loving thing to do for ourselves. Yes. That frame, that framework is inviting, um, saying, I need to go on a diet, you know, putting yourself back in that, that negative self-talk chastising, um, beating it out of you instead of loving it out of you. Mm -hmm. Big difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's, let's create space for meaningful work in our lives through a beautifully functioning immune and, and nervous system, because how do we sit in meditation? How do we contemplate? How do we 
get get these beautiful thoughts and creative ideas if we feel like shit. It's hard. Good it's, question. it's a layer. Yeah. It is. It's a layer we have to break through. It's a residue so. that we have to break through, right? It's like it's like yes. it's like you're driving in a car and the it's raining so hard you can't see the car two feet in front of you. You've got to do all this work to get the rain off the car. It's like that that residue. Exactly. So this a period of time like this just turns the wipers on and turns the rain off. So you yeah. can clearly see that car in front of you. Your analogies are, are, are awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so some of the hormonal benefits of, of doing a detox is it, it increases your fat burning potential simply because it, it, it helps reduce insulin. We're getting our blood sugar back under control, which ultimately equals less inflammation as well. Um, excess insulin from insulin provoking foods. And unfortunately those tend to be, you know, lower quality, high sugar, high calorie carbohydrates, usually from grains and, um, or, you know, processed foods, things of that nature that bumps insulin, high insulin over time screws up our blood sugar. And it also can promote inflammation. So reducing inflammation, getting your insulin back under control, good blood sugar regulation can increase your fat burning potential. It can enhance your mood, memory, focus, and also sleep. Um, I know a lot of women complain about uh, sleep disruptions during this time, especially from alcohol, sugar too late, uh, just being amped up. Yeah. So it's getting back to, again, just that self-nurturing, better sleep, mood, and focus reduces bloating and water retention and I in, in better digestion. And I think that's one of the things we often feel first. Um, it helps break down and remove toxins, right? So we just open up our body's pathways of elimination. Basically we unclog them. It's nice and high in fiber because there's a lot of plant foods when we get back to eating better and it provides ap a better appetite control and diminishes cravings, right? So I always tell my clients, sugar begets sugar. Yep. The more sugar you eat, the more sugar you want, because you're in that high insulin peak constantly. When you crash, you want it again. Your brain knows sugar is going to get you there. You're going to crave the stimulants yep. or a sugary caffeine drink, whatever it is. One of the things I love about this program, your program, is for me, it's bloating and uh, GI symptoms. And when I, because I'm so in tune to what's going on in my body, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I notice sometimes when I'm not, when I'm not at my best is my gut, my bloating. And yeah. it just, just distracts me immediately when I get up, but when I'm nurturing and loving myself through beautiful foods, when I wake up in the morning, I just, I'm jumping out of bed. I feel lighter. I feel healthier. My skin looks better. You know, everything is improved. And just for your listeners out there last year, I took Kristen's program and I lost 14 pounds in like two months, three months. Uh, I think it was like 10 pounds in eight weeks. And then it took like another month or six weeks to lose the other four or five. It was not hard. It was fun. It was, it was 
beautiful actually, because I was so in the moment when I was making my meals. Another gift of COVID that it gave so many of us so much time to focus on ourselves for the first time in a long time uh, to create new habits. And here we are again at a time where a lot of people are bunkering down again. It's like the perfect opportunity to take advantage of this program because you've got more time. You're home, you're cooking the meals for you, your family, your children. So um, anyway, I just have to just had to say that because it just feels really good to wake up feeling good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for that. And this, you know, it makes sense for everybody, your whole family, right? This is this, you know, a lot of women feel like they can't take the time to do it for themselves, but the ultimate sacrifice is our own health and well-being. And it's really and, just a few changes. It's not even a ton of changes. It's adding some foods and eliminating some others. It's not this intense, difficult, uh, detailed thing. It's just learning how to eat better again, like you did when you were watching Sesame Street. <laughs> they told you how to eat. It's like coming back to that, you know, in, yep. yeah, okay. It's always back to basics. It's always yeah. back to what our ancestors, our great-grandmothers did um, they prepared food by hand. It was most of it was directly from the earth, whether it was plant or animal, mm. harvested, plucked, milked, har- you know, whatever it is. It was it was closest to what nature intended, which is closest to our natural state of being. So it's common sense to know that a bag of Doritos is uh, processed in a factory. And an apple is picked from a tree. Right. So which are you going to choose if you want to feel better? It's yeah. not it's not rocket science, but the beauty of food is that you do bump up against all of your things, your resistance, your our, our desire to, um, uh, you know, stay in a blood sugar swing, our desire to fill a void through, you know, emotional eating, stuff like that. That's that's something else. That's something um that's that's a conversation for another day. But what we're talking about is getting back to basics in that regard. So I'm just going to give a very general framework today. I'm doing a four-week course starting January 10th to walk people through this over the course of four weeks. But I'm going to challenge all of the listeners here to pick two weeks to just say, I'm not going to eat any sugar. I am not going to eat any gluten. And I'm not going to eat any dairy. And I would even challenge you further into maybe seeing what other stimulants are creeping into your day, like caffeine or something like that. But but here's the thing. Sugar in all forms of sugar, right? So table sugar, high fructose corn syrup, um, uh, even, you know, maple syrup, um, honey, over over consuming fruit that's another way that we can trick ourselves into getting um getting a, a sugar high off of a natural substance so let's say not over consuming sugary things sugary beverages etc stands to reason when we eliminate those we're going to keep our our insulin a little bit more stable dairy is potentially for some women pro-inflammatory 
um, especially in abundance. Mm -hmm. It can cause some digestive upset. For me, it, it will clog my sinuses. That's what I know about myself. And then gluten, not everybody, obviously, most people don't have celiac disease. Some people do have some gut sensitivities. The thing about gluten is it's a protein that's challenging to digest if you already have digestive challenges. So just see, play with your food. We're becoming detectives. For two weeks, it's not super restrictive, nor is it harmful to play around with removing some common offenders, seeing how you feel, and then just challenge them one by one again after two or three weeks and see if you realize, oh, there's that bloating again. Yeah. So maybe cheese isn't a good idea for me right now. Maybe I need to, to rein that in for a period of time. Or, wow, I ate, um, I went back to eating this bread again and oh, the bloating is, is out of control or, yeah, or whatever it is. I had no idea that I was not tolerating bread well until I finally stopped eating bread. Yeah. And all these symptoms went away and I felt good and I lost weight. Um, so now I, I noticed instantly, like over the holidays, we got these a little, like, I don't know if they're the Hawaiian rolls, but like, they're like those, they're like sweet, like the Hawaiian yes. rolls. They're real little. They're really good. They're you yummy. They are so, you don't even need butter on them, but you know, that's an added bonus if you <laughs> want. But, but like I, that was like how I cheated a little bit over the holidays, you know, all these beautiful sauces and gravies as an Italian, I always dip bread in anything and everything. Mm. And oh my God, I love the taste. It's so delicious, but oof, do I not feel good after? So you know what I do now to get that same Italian need met? I have the flax crackers that you can yeah. get at the supermarket in the big container, like McCaffrey's sells them a lot. They're multi-grain, everything, flax, sesame seeds, or just salt on the flat. I think they're flax crackers. And I put a little bit of butter on them, just a little, and I'll dip that in my organic red marinara sauce. Mm. And it is just as satisfying. And I, and I'm putting flax in my body. Okay. Which is excellent for my heart and, and my belly and my digestion. So it's, and my cholesterol, Yeah, it's just such like a little switch. You get the same little, get the same hit of goodness and my body is being nurtured instead of poisoned. Well, Exactly. And thank you for that. That And what you're talking about, I call that an upgrade. So mm -hmm. this isn't, oh, well, how can I possibly get rid of you know, bread, everything that I enjoy? It's <laughs> not about that. It's I used to eat bread with every meal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I just breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yep. bread and cheese. And anyway. a lot of us grew up that way. Oh, yeah, exactly. Wow. You're talking about basically pizza. You know, bread and cheese. <laughs> and it's not never. It, it is just looking at mm -hmm. the things that you can change, upgrade, do a bit differently in the day to day to start to feel better. So if you're switching out white bread, which which really can be detrimental in excess, um, and you're switching it to a flax cracker or something high in fiber like that, that is an, an incredible swap. Even swapping it to very grainy old world whole grain bread. Yeah, it's delicious. It's delicious. It's high in fiber. Yep. It's filling. Mm -hmm. 
obviously nutrition is individualized. You know, there's still some women that can't tolerate much bread at all, but, but there's things that you can work with on that, but that's a perfect example. Um, so when you're looking at, let's say the structure of a detox, what you're looking at is having your meals comprised of a, of, of a protein, right? So protein is a food that is going to elicit little or, or barely any insulin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not metabolized. It doesn't need insulin as much insulin, like a carbohydrate would to metabolize. So protein, um, lean protein, a really good quality chicken or a really good quality fish tuna. Um, we're looking at eliminating like beef and pork for a period of time. If you're really going to truly detox. So really great, clean, lean proteins, uh, uh, eggs as well. If you're not sensitive to eggs are, are a top tier protein. And also maybe a really high quality protein powder could be used as well for as a meal replacement or a snack. So start with a good protein have about half of that plate be vegetables, a combination of green leafies and all kinds of color, whether it's a salad, whether you're sauteing vegetables, whether you're roasting vegetables or making those vegetables into a soup, right? Let that be about 50% of your meal. You're going to have a healthy fat in there, ideally, um, like extra virgin olive oil, where you're maybe drizzling that on a salad or you're using that to saute your veggies um, et cetera. So really bit of a healthy fat. And then for a meal or two, have a non-gluten carbohydrate, a non-gluten, uh, grain, or let's say a starch. So that could be like a, a brown rice. It could be a quinoa. It could be, um, ideally even better than a grain could be a starchy veg, like a sweet potato or squash, fabulous mm-hmm. time of year for squashes, butternut squash, acorn squash. Uh, things of that nature. So just a little bit of carbohydrate like that at just a couple of meals. So you're getting enough for some energy. You're getting enough. So your feel good hormones are kind of flowing because we do get a really good hit from carbohydrates as women. We get some a good dose of feel good hormones. So we don't want to eliminate that completely, but we want to choose one or two meals where we would add that in. Yep. Um, and that's just a general basic framework. And, and what we're talking about is having good, clean, lean protein, upping your plant-based foods, right? Beans are another source of good protein and fiber that you could add to a meal as well. You can put them on a salad. You could add them to your soup. Uh, you could have them as uh, a side dish with your dinner, right? Yeah. So that's another good form of carbohydrate with a slow burn that's extremely satisfying. Yeah. Can I give an example of like a day's worth of menu here just to make it so, because it's so simple, it's way simpler actually than cooking another way. It is really. Yeah. Yep. So breakfast protein drink with chia flax, maybe a little collagen strawberries, um, and some spinach, a decent Mm -hmm. amount of spinach with almond milk, um, unsweetened. Un, yep, unsweetened almond milk, <laughs> thirty calories in eight ounce in eight ounces. Um, lunch and sometimes for breakfast, I would even oh, you could have eggs or you could have a little bit of lox with some olives and some hummus and a flax cracker. Delicious breakfast, a hard boiled egg with some asparagus and a little bit of hummus with a cracker. I mean, you know, it's really simple. 
It's, you know, it's like eating like the Italians do really. That's right. Yeah. And lunch, um, a beautiful salad with a gorgeous piece of chicken. Or um, sometimes I would make egg salad with a good quality mayonnaise. Yes. On lettuce bib, bib lettuce, which is just delicious. Um, let's see what else for lunches, tuna, tuna is always an easy choice. Um, but again, lunch is so simple, protein, veggie burger, and a salad. And then dinner, you can't get any simpler chicken or turkey with a piece of, or fish. One of those things, a gorgeous salad and a sweet potato or string beans, cauliflower, squash, a little bowl of homemade soup that you're having with your fish and your salad. So it's really just back to basics, beautiful, delicious foods, tons of spices, dessert, almond butter on a brown rice cake or an apple or a pear. Mm, That's like my favorite. I Mm -hmm. love it. Um, A a handful of nuts as a snack. Um, What other kind of snacks maybe? Like simple, easy to go grab, done that I'm just not thinking of right this second. You could have a piece of leftover chicken from dinner with with an apple, right? Apple with nut butter on celery. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, those little pre-made guacamole cups. So some vegetables with guacamole. Carrots and hummus. Carrots and hummus. Hummus is is a fantastic snack. Um, Even a protein smoothie, right? A a different variation of your smoothie can make a great mid-afternoon snack if you feel you're you're kind of plunging and need a a pick-me-up. Yeah. So that's, that's it really. That's simple. Just wanted to give an example of a day of a one day diet. You know, I love it. And those are all perfect examples. It it is really, and you perfectly described basically, like I said, how our great grandmothers ate. These were easily available foods in their whole form. We're just getting back to that. And you brought up a a really great point um, when it comes to fat, like a mayonnaise that you might use. Avoid commercial mayo products, uh, you know, like Hellman's and and Miracle Whip and all of that stuff. You want to go for the ones that are um, that are made the old fashioned way where it's got like um, expeller pressed safflower oil, real eggs, lemon juice, etc. Avoid high fructose corn syrup, avoid any kind of hydrogenated oils, avoid soy oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil those higher omega-6 oils that are pro-inflammation that we often find in packaged foods and in junk foods. Um, So homemade mayos are great. Homemade aiolis are great. You can find recipes online for those very, very easily. Or a a good brand I enjoy is Sir Kensington, which is a really nice- It's pretty good. uh, Pure, yes, mayo. Yeah, because I was a Hellman's girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's, I was you know, too. I was a Miracle Whip girl. Uh, My I God, liked it. never liked it. No, uh, there's debate on. <laughs> there's debate on that. There's the, the Miracle Whip people and the Mayo people. But let's get back to like the <laughs> real Mayos, and and this is not a calorie counting thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. it, it's about satisfaction. It's about balance. It's about satiety, uh, and you're going to get that from real foods that have fiber, and your balance of nutrients. Protein is satisfying. It creates satiety. Vegetables in abundance um, create a sense of well-being. There's medicine in there. There's fiber in there. Uh, there's great pleasure in holding gorgeous greens 
feeling them as you, the cold water washes over your hands and you're gently cleansing them and you shake them out and put them on a cutting board and chop them. There's, there's, there is a, a ritual to that. There's something sacred about it. So I'm inviting you to start to look at food this way, especially if, if you've had an adversarial view of food, I hate vegetables or I don't like this. I don't like that. Try to push that aside and feel it. Look at it with your eyes, smell it, touch it, uh, take the pleasure of preparing it um, and see where that goes. Yeah. So it, it's such, so much more expanded than, than just a diet. It's really a, a very holistic approach to, to getting back to a sense of well-being. And then it's not forever, right? I'm asking for two or three weeks to get rid of the, you know, the sugar, the dairy, the gluten is the primary offenders. There's a few other things that, that my program eliminates uh, a few things more, but then you reintroduce them after two or three weeks, just one at a time, every couple of days. And again, if you find a symptom returning that's unpleasant and you realize that, oh, when I eat that, I don't feel right. This is what happens. That's feedback. Your body's giving you some information. It's good to listen to that. And ideally what we're segueing into is a Mediterranean diet. Like you said, like the Italians eat, like the people from Crete, Greece, Um, they have the formula. They eat local. They eat a lot of plant foods. They eat locally sourced animals. They eat smaller meals uh, that are well balanced. They move their bodies. They walk. Um, they laugh. They take time out for meals. It's not a second thought or something they're doing while they're driving. I'm generalizing, um, but generally speaking, when you're looking at a Mediterranean framework, decades of science and research come from that diet on its power of prevention. Yeah. So eventually that's where we all end up. And you don't have to like Greek food to be on a Mediterranean style diet. We're just looking at high plant foods, high naturally sourced foods, clean, lean, healthy seafoods, proteins, um, plant proteins, healthy fats from foods like nuts and seeds and avocados and olive oil, um, that's where some of the flax seeds and chia seeds and things come in as well. Yeah. So we're looking at getting back to basics. And in your program, you offer weekly, is it weekly coaching? I'm trying to remember if it was. Yeah. Four, yeah. eight and 12 weeks, just depending on the level of assistance right. and accountability and partnership you might be looking for, but I'm doing, um, just a four week detox January 10th through the 31st, um, but even if people are hearing this after the fact, uh, it's something I can work with them on. But I would also just encourage on your own, see what happens if for two weeks you get out sugar, dairy, and gluten. See what happens. And alcohol. And alcohol. Yeah, yes, alcohol is yes. an important one. I remember. put that under the sugar category. Oh, we're talking okay. about sugar. Yeah, okay. We're talking about anything that metabolizes mm-hmm. to sugar. So that's where all of your white flour products come in, all of your cookies, candies, cakes, sugary beverages, coffee, drinks, alcohol, um, uh, chocolate leftover from Christmas, um, you know, 
an overabundance of of fruit because some people can overconsume fruit and it yeah. does end up being a a big sugar jolt. So that's a broad umbrella of sugar. Yeah, got it. And if you're ready to do this, you got to go through your pantry. I just got done throwing everything out that I was in there that was no long it was not okay because if it's in your pantry, it will be in your mouth. So you cannot have it in your pantry. Amen especially at 11 o'clock at night. Um, you just get rid of it so that the only thing you can choose from are healthy choices. It really just makes your life easier. You might be a little mad at yourself the first one or two nights, but it gets easier every day. And you know what's so funny? When I tell people I've done this, I say no alcohol, no coffee, their mouth drops open when they hear just those two things. And I'm like, you know what? It's such a beautiful gift to give to yourself. And you know, I don't drink every day, but I do have like probably three, four times a week a drink. Obviously, on this program, there's none of that. But I have and it's changed the way I've when I did this program a year ago, it changed the way I drink when I drink because I drink less now. And it's yeah. it's just not the same amount or as often. But it's easier than you think it is. After the third day, you're not even thinking about it. It's just the, you know, easy peasy and same with coffee, easy peasy. And you know, what's beautiful about giving up coffee. This is one of the things I loved about giving up coffee. You actually can have it when you really need it. And it works. Yes. When you don't drink it every day. When you drink it every day, it's just a habit. It doesn't seem to have any effect on your body because your body's constantly running high on cortisol from it, right? Would it be cortisol? Correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, potentially, it could influence your your insulin levels, your your adrenal, your adrenaline. Yeah, coffee is coffee is one of those things that I always put an asterisk by it. Coffee consumption isn't necessarily a negative thing for some people. For some people, it can be. So during the detox, this is again, one of those substances where you eliminate it for a couple of weeks. And then when you reintroduce it, you see how you do. So zipping around. (laughs) Well, if you're zipping around, your heart's racing and you feel like shit and it causes, if it's a trigger food and it causes you, well, when I have coffee, I have to have a sweet or when I have coffee, I need, you know, I get peckish or I have to have um, this you know, terrible, this terribly sweet sweetener in it to, to even right. have it be palatable. Yeah. There's, you know, coffee, just like alcohol is at what level does it become detrimental for certain people? Yeah. yeah. And the, and the beautiful thing of, is it even with chocolate, I mean, and chocolate is allowed, dark chocolate is allowed you know, after the two week fast and cheese is allowed after the two week fast, but you enjoy, I mean, you enjoy each thing that you've decided to not eat an abundance of or drink an abundance of anymore. You enjoy them like you did when you were seven years old and you had a piece of candy or, you know, your first cup of coffee, a really good cup of coffee. You enjoy it. I remember last year when I did this, and I, I've told you this, but I was making all sorts of noises. Like, and I, I was like, mm, <laughs> mm. like, it was crazy. I was just, it was feedback like this. Yes. It's like, you don't enjoy your food when you're eating too much of the wrong things. When you eat a right amount of the right things, 
you enjoy yourself, your body, your food, your life so much more. And when you do deviate and you maybe have some chicken Parmesan or something, you know, it's just all the more better. It's just even tastier. It makes your life more enjoyable. Yeah. I always tell my clients that you are in a position of power Mm. because prior to prior to making a commitment to, to, to your well-being, let's just say being on that whole Mediterranean style diet, the majority of the time there's there, you're, you're in, we're typically in the, the, the swing of blood sugar fluctuations, which don't feel good, addicted to certain substances so that we do feel good, like sugar, Mm. caffeine, alcohol, sometimes, uh, overconsumption of bread and bread products. Um, you know, we're really in this state of, I want to call it abnormal chemistry. Yeah. It's not willpower. We've manipulated our hormones and our chemistry to a point where we have this reliance on these foods to feel good. Yeah. When we don't have them, we don't feel good. Um, but that is just a very short period of time, mind you, um, before we do feel good on the detox. But when we're in that swing, we don't have a sense of control. Our chemistry is controlling us. So when we desensitize to them, and that's the word I kept thinking as you were describing, when we become desensitized to them, two or three days, three, four days maximum, typically, you might feel, oh, I really want that. You might feel uncomfortable, but then you flip it and it's like, wow, I feel wonderful. And then you reinforce that over a period of time and then the magic happens. Then you're in that space of choice. You're in your power. That's when something comes up like a birthday or your friends invite you to a wonderful dinner and you say, yes, I want the chicken Parmesan. <laughs> but usually sometimes I find what happens is you can either go whole hog and just say, give it to me. I'm just going to do it. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's your choice. Sometimes you come away feeling like shit, like you overdid it. But I find what usually happens is it's like, well, you know what? I want, I want the chicken parm. Can you go lighter on the cheese? And could I have a nice big side salad with that and skip the bread? Yeah. And you come away having had a magical experience and feeling good, you went into it with power. You do not feel deprived. You made the exact choices you wanted. You wake up the next day and you're right back on this beautiful day-to-day rhythm with these healthy, natural foods. And ideally that's the place we want to hover, you know, 80% of the time, depending on what our goals are. For some of us, it's got to be, it might be more 90% simply because if there's some health issues involved you want to be you want to be really really committed to doing this over the long haul i don't mean the detox part i mean the whole yeah um you know clean up part of it yeah but uh, you know i call it a position of power when you can make the choice and the food isn't choosing you yeah, absolutely. Last night I made a turkey chili with organic red sauce and beautiful peppers with a side of avocado with the side of avocado guacamole that I made myself. And um oh there was one more thing. Oh, and a salad. Gorgeous dinner. It was beautiful. We started on Monday. My husband's lost four and a half pounds, 4.5 pounds, two days. 
I, I think I've lost about two so far. I, I haven't, I didn't weigh myself today, but I mean, it just falls off. Your body is just like, oh my God, thank you. And it just absorbs all the good foods and metabolizes it beautifully and just feeds every part of your, all your systems get fed well and are happy. And you know what? I, one of the things I love about it the most is I have a really easeful internal state of being when I'm on this um, fast and even after the fast when I just eat. We'll call um, it a detox. It's not a fast. A it's detox. Not a fast. Yeah. When I'm on this detox, yeah, it's not a fast at all. You're eating a lot. Um, I feel such a beautiful sense of calm and peace within me because nothing's being poked nothing's being turned up, turned on. No hormone is being turned up and overutilized. That's going to put me in a state of nervousness or anxiety or depression or because, you know, hormones do that when you're, and foods turn, release hormones. So uh, you're just more relaxed and it just feels great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our body, secretes hormones to respond to our environment, whether that's food, something we think, something that's happening outside of ourselves, our perception. Um, and food is one way that we can manipulate some of the more <clears throat> basic hormones that we use every day, right? First one being insulin. When our insulin is stable, we tend to um, keep our stress hormones in line as well, simply because we're not feeling uh, prone to the fluctuations that we can potentially have with, with blood sugar swings, et cetera. So food can beautifully um, manipulate our chemistry over time. And it's going to be different for everyone. Um, some, some people feel better rapidly, like you experience. And what we're sloughing off initially is really just some stored carbohydrate, right? We're getting rid of that puffiness and bloating and um, initially but when you feel that, that's how you know your body's responding. Then usually what happens, you start to notice over time, wow, I'm really a lot less bloated. Wow, I'm actually um, going to the bathroom again. Or, um, you know, I'm not quite as puffy or my joints don't hurt. And that's the beauty um, right there. That's how you, that's your body responding. That's, that's not coincidence. Um, so, you know, build on that. That's well-being. That is that is that is your body using food chemistry to to heal and it's such a beautiful thing yes it is absolutely so i would invite um anyone who's interested uh coming up on january 10th through the 31st monday evenings for 4 weeks it's a, a one a, an hour and 15 minute zoom call where i'm going to run us all through together through the detox with a group of women. I do it every year. It's fun. It's powerful. It's very supportive. And you'll know exactly what to do and you'll have it with as a tool to use anytime you need to pull it out again and use it just like Laura's doing. Um, if you hear this podcast after that, no worries. Challenge yourself and try to just follow the basic framework and see how you feel. If you need assistance, I can run you through it individually. So help help is available. As a baseline, I would encourage you to look at the foods that you know are causing issues for your 
body, through your digestion, through achiness, through puffiness, um, all of those signals that your body might send you uh, that it's struggling a little bit. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Do you, and anything else you wanted to add before we? No, say just goodbye? thank you for sharing your experience with it because you've you've done the detox more than once because you use it as a tool now I when do. you recognize the need. So, yep. congratulations and thank you for your beautiful suggestions on meals. I'm gonna oh, thanks. I'm gonna add that to my yeah my list the, as well. The last ten months of the last twelve months, I've done great. I just you know went off a little bit in uh, November and December. So anyway, I want to feel better again. And so here I am and grateful for it. And you're not beating yourself up about it. No. So important. It's the holidays. Have grace around it. Yes. Now's the time. Let's just get back on it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Kristen. And you have a great day, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everyday Awakening. How can today awaken you to the greatness that lives within? To ask a question, suggest a topic, or contact us, please email us at everydayawakeningpodcast at gmail.com. If you really like our show, please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a few friends. 